Come on in, sit back and relax. You're listening to episode 170 of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. I'm your host, Craig Eskowitz, the founder of Ezra Group Consulting. And this is our December News Roundup, where we cover a curated selection of the most interesting news stories in wealth tech. And this is the very last News Roundup of 2022, so I hope you enjoy it. The companies uh, we're covering in this episode include DocuPace, Pershing, Investnet, FP Alpha, Morningstar, Holistoplan, FMG, and Catchlight. But before we start, let me ask you, if you are an executive at an enterprise wealth management firm and you're having issues with one of your technology platforms, you need to call Ezra Group. Our consulting team has decades of experience with all aspects of wealth management technology, data, and operations. Whether you're looking to optimize an existing system, revamp it, integrate it, or replace it entirely, Ezra Group is the one you should call. We help firms like yours make the right decisions regarding the technology for a smooth back-to-front office operation. Please go to EzraGroupLLC.com for more information. And just one housekeeping item before we get started. Be sure to subscribe to the Wealth Tech Today podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss future episodes. And now, let's kick this thing off. First up in the December news is DocuPace launches new productivity toolkit for financial advisors. DocuPace is a provider of cloud-based fintech digital operations software for the wealth management industry. And they launched the uh, they announced the launch of their RIA productivity suite which is designed to optimize operations for advisory firms of all sizes, empowering them to digitize, streamline, connect, and automate operations. Now, I really like what DocuPace has done here. Uh, traditionally, uh, DocuPace has been around since 2002, and they're, they were mainly in the broker-dealer space. They're very much in the enterprise software. They started out as a document management solution, providing SEC and FINRA-compliant um, document management software um, in a secure private cloud. Uh, very became very popular with a lot of broker dealers, especially IBDs. They um, claimed, I think, 13 of the top 20 IBDs, advisor groups, Sotera, First Global, Kestra, and others were their clients. So they've had a lot of success there. And they expanded from a document management solution into more of a back office processing and a workflow solution, really from their, their clients asking them for it. So they moved into new account opening, processing paperwork, connecting to custodians. They linked to all the major custodians and even a lot of minor ones. One of the things we liked about them, and we've covered DocuPace a lot uh, on the blog and on our, on our podcast, uh, is their universal account opening. They can open up basically any kind of account, brokerage, advisory, direct mutual funds, like you might go to American funds. Instead of having to go to the website, you can do it through DocuPace. They can do direct annuities. You can do that through AnnuityNet or directly to uh, firms like Jackson National, John Hancock. Begin all through the DocuPace platform. You just configure it, and it sends the data to where you need to. You have to supervise review. Uh, firms used to fax or FedEx all the paperwork, and now DocuPace can deliver it electronically. Uh, they pre-populate forms and route things to the back office, and they synchronize forms and compliance checks. They also have other tools like advisor transitions for moving advisors' books of business. Another thing we like about DocuPace is their APIs. Of course, it is a group where we're really big into integrations. APIs are, are key. So they've got bi-directional APIs that a lot of the firms are using. And we covered this uh, in January 2019. If you look up on our on the Wealth Tech Today website, Advisor Group built their own onboarding technology, which they called Equipped, E-Q-I-P-T. So you can find that uh, a review of that product on our website. And they utilized uh, part of DocuPace's technology for that product. But what is this 
precisely. So this um, new announcement of this RIA uh, suite of services, this productivity uh, suite, features uh, a whole host of applications, which can be very useful to a lot of firms. But one of the reasons why, uh, how they launched this and, and wh where they came up with this, uh, moving from you know very strongly into the RIA space was, uh, they called us, or they called Ezra Group and asked for some help. So um, in the press release, they were kind enough to to include us in there. Again, we don't we do not sell any software for any vendors. Um, we are just strategic advisors um, in product roadmaps, in uh, market segmentation, co competitive analysis, partnership analysis. So we do all the type of work for uh, fintech firms all over the country, uh, such as DocuBase. And so this the RA productivity suite is what they launched based on our advice to them. So uh, we've covered them a lot, as I mentioned. You can check out um, some podcast interviews. You go back to May 2021, we interviewed uh, David Nock, their CEO, back at episode 99. We interviewed um, Rob McGill, who was the former uh, founder of Giacomo, which was acquired by DocuPace last year. Uh, there uh, it was a compliance article. And then in October, just a couple months ago, uh, we interviewed Ryan George, their chief marketing officer, uh, about um, basically some of the things we had done for them in helping them move into the RIA segment. We did a, a piece, uh, rather we did a series of articles, a podcast on moving into different client segments. We work with a lot of fintech firms that are either going from enterprise into RIA as uh, DocuPace did, or the opposite, firms that are having success in the RIA space, but now they want to move to enterprise. They want help. How do they do that? Who are the competitors? What are the gaps in their product? What are the buying decisions that an enterprise would need? And, and how can they work through that system? So you know, the system of selling to enterprise is a very different sales process than selling to RIAs. So DocuPace came to us for that as well. And we helped them a number of things. And that basically came out to this new RIA productivity suite. And so some of the things that are in the suite include Streamline New Account Opening, which is one of their core products, Workflow Engine with a rules-based data validation. And some of this workflow that we like, we don't, there are very complicated workflow engines out there that require basically people with who are very technical to manage. But the DocuPace workflow engine is designed for a business analyst to use. So you don't need to be a programmer in order to manage their workflow engine and connect to different environments or different systems, move data back and forth uh, that and validate data through your uh, workflow. They have, they have straight through processing, they have a forms library and bundling, an out of the box CRM integration with Redtail, Salesforce, Salesforce FSC, Wealthbox and Practify, a digital organizer of compliant document storage, indexing, retrieval, uh, and more, they say, how about that, more. So uh, digital back office express, which allows end-to-end -end predefined workflows that include pre-configured custodial form validations and bundles, Pershing Advisory Services, Charles Schwab, Pershing Fidelity Institutional, and of course the embedded uh, DocuSign and standard wet signature solution. Seems like a very useful uh, suite of tools for RIAs to automate their back office. If you want to learn more about the RIA productivity suite, please go to docupace.com. And if you want to learn more about uh, how Ezra Group uh, can help your firm, if you're a fintech firm, a wealth tech firm selling into our space, please go to our website, EzraGroupLLC.com. Our next story in the December news is Pershing X and Conquest Planning working together to increase financial planning efficiency. Pershing X, a technology provider and new business unit of BNY Mellon Pershing and Conquest Planning, a financial planning technology startup, have announced they'll work together 
to integrate Conquest's financial planning application into the Pershing X platform. Advisors will benefit from a personalized experience delivered through a combination of artificial intelligence, powerful analytics, and real-time collaboration. That's from the PR Newswire press release. PNY Mellon has also made an equity investment in Conquest. The Conquest solution is scheduled to go live on the Pershing X platform in 2023. This is an interesting development. We're always excited to see uh, this kind of news where firms are integrating more tools uh, into their cap- into their uh, their platforms, providing more capabilities for advisors, and basically building more holistic um, products for them. It's something we've seen uh, a trend going on for many years. But let's talk a little bit about Pershing X. So BNY Mellon launched their new business unit, Pershing X, led by Ainsley Simmons in October of 2021. And if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, the new unit is there. Um, they're multi-custodial platforms. They're building a brand new wealth platform from scratch. Um, well, not totally from scratch, but a lot of it from scratch, uh, others from different components that Pershing and BNY Mellon have to offer a new technology to the market. Pershing X is one of BNY Mellon's top investment programs, according to Pershing CEO uh, Jim Crowley. Uh, and Simmons, Ainsley Simmons, who is the CEO, has held top digital posts at LearInvest, Northwestern Mutual, and PIMCO Investments. And at BNY Mellon, she oversees a team of over 500 engineers, designers, and product managers working on the new initiatives. So they certainly have made quite an investment in Pershing X. Now, the conquest Integrated offering, according to the press release, will provide advisors a strategic approach to financial planning, combining both goals-based and cash flow planning. That's what we liked about Conquest. We got a demo uh, last year. We got also uh, got a demo a couple of weeks ago of the the, uh, the Conquest platform, and we like it. It looks good. It's always interesting to see new applications come into crowded markets, and this is something going to see we constantly see in existing categories there's always new vendors coming in even though the market is, is obviously uh filled up with other vendors new vendors keep coming up with different approaches or just building on the latest technology if you look at the um the legacy applications when pro e-money uh and such they're built on old tech so it's just the nature of a legacy business the more successful you get the older your tech is going to be as you grow and it's you've become uh, an opportunity for new firms to steal some business from you with a, a newer tech platform, newer uh, refreshed UI, and so on. So we have Pershing X uh, coming out, and we have them making an equity investment into Conquest, uh, ostensibly because they want more access to the product. Now, but what is Conquest planning? This is a product that first launched in Canada in 2020. It was founded by uh, CEO Dr. Mark Evans, who was one of the creators of Navaplan, which uh, coincidentally launched their first version also in Canada, but way back in 1990. So you got a 30-year uh, separation between those two. So great for Mark to get back in the game again. Uh, now, according to Conquest, from our, our interviews with them, they've uh, built their whole platform with an API-first mindset, which we love as, as a group here. We love integrations and anybody who's building out integration-first technology. And they claim that they use their own APIs in development, which we call eating your own dog food. You build APIs, you better use them yourself. Don't just build them for the outside world. Use them internally. You know they're going to work. They'll be tested and they'll be solid. So we, we always appreciate firms that do that. They changed their methodology, whether their architecture, according to... Um, people we spoke to, 
in learning from the mistakes that um, uh, Mark Evans made with Navaplan, which was they didn't embed the UI, the calc engine, and data layer together. They made them all separate, all AI-based. So when the UI wants to call the calc engine, they use their APIs, which makes things a lot more flexible and able to build better, uh, keep bugs from cross-pollinating between different parts of the system, and they're able to sell access to different parts of the system separately. Now, they're still a Canadian base. I believe the Pershing relationship is their first foray into the U.S. market, although don't expect that to hold them back. Uh, they'll just make, basically modify things like changing registered retirement savings plans or RRSPs, which are the Canadian version of IRAs, into IRAs and, and such and so forth. So they'll make those changes, but a lot of the things will stay the same. So they'll build that out. I like the flexibility, as we mentioned earlier. They can run, they run daily cash. They run daily cash flows, but it's more of a blend of cash flow and goals based planning. From what we've seen, it's still a light planning experience. I don't expect them to be replacing eMoney, MoneyGate Pro, Right Capital, Never Plan, and so forth. But I believe, and I don't have any, I don't have any inside information, but that Pershing is looking for mostly advisors who aren't financial planning focused to be able to use sort of a light planning tool or a slim plan, even though it can do cash flows, but still a little bit less of an in-depth plan than a money gate probably money would build. They're still mainly around the math affluence space. Uh, they have estate planning and trust planning on their roadmap, which is not surprising considering uh, Dr. Mark Evans being the founder of Navaplan, also running this company, that they would be looking to get into that space. Navaplan was uh, they basically owned the market for ultra high net worth and, uh, and very high net worth plans until eMoney kind of caught up with them. Uh, so they're integrating the financial plan into the end-to-end -end workflow at Pershing X. It's going to mean they can pass along more context about the client into the plan easier. You can move back and forth between different modules of the system rather than having to task switch from your financial planning tool into your proposal generation tool, for example, or other aspects. So you can go right from prospect into proposal gen into implementing the plan or into building the plan and implementing the plan and monitoring the plan conceivably all inside one platform. Much more holistic. We see this as a better way to go. You can track goals throughout the system. They're not just uh, stuck inside the plan. And we've seen this as a, this equity investment, while it's not an outright acquisition, it's part of a trend that we're seeing over the past uh, seven or so years. If you look back on all the acquisitions we've seen in the financial planning space. So in last year, 2021, InvestCloud acquired Navaplan, which we just mentioned. And the uh, also in, then in 2020, going back a year, Morningstar acquired Toronto-based Plan Plus, which is again another, another Can Canadian-based financial planning firm. Uh, also in 2020, Tegra 118, the short-lived Tegra 118, which used to be Pfizer APL and is now InvestCloud Financial Supermarkets, acquired RetireUp, that's back in 2020. Uh, InvestNet acquired MoneyGuide Pro, for $500 million in 2019. Orion acquired Advisor, A-D-V-I-Z-R, remember that one, for $50 million in 2019. And way back when, 2015, Fidelity acquired eMoney Advisor for $250 million. It sort of kicked off the party. So what, we, what are we seeing? We're seeing more and more vendors realizing that financial planning is not just an add-on. It's not just an external component that advisors use. It's a core component. It's a core feature of their system. It needs to be built in. It needs to be tightly integrated, more tightly integrated than you can get by just uh, calling APIs or doing uh, other integrations. You need to own them or you own a part of them to get inside, uh, to see under the covers 
and be able to get access to more tighter integrations than your competitors can get. Well, otherwise, why would you do it? You want a, a differentiated offering. You want a competitive advantage. You can say, look, our financial planning tools are more tightly integrated. You've got a seamless workflow for advisors. There are less tests, switching. There's more data moving between the systems, less data entry, and a, and a better experience for everyone. If you need more information on Conquest, you can go to conquestplanning, all one word, .com. And more information on PershingX, go to pershingx.com. InvestNet partners with FNZ to launch combined technology, TAMP, and custody offering. This is an update from a story I originally covered in our October news. But back then, it was just a press release uh, put up by InvestNet outlining technology partnership with FNZ, basically for account opening. That's all they really said. But apparently um, at the um, investor conference or investors call, earnings call, um, CEO Bill Krager talked about how they're going to launch a custody offering with FNZ. So I sort of released a flurry of new articles and new information. And I spoke to the investment strategy people really trying to find out what was going on here. So there's a lot more to the story. So we're going to enhance our coverage, expand our coverage. Now, New Zealand-based FNZ was originally spun off from Credit Suisse as their technology platform and has major private equity backing from firms like Motive Partners, which owns uh, much of InvestNet's competitor, InvestCloud, which also uh, merged with Tegra 118, formerly Fiserv APL. Now, FNZ administers more than $1.5 trillion, and it is backed by $1.4 billion in private equity investments. Now, InvestNet administers $5 trillion, mostly through 100,000 plus IBD reps and RIAs in the US. So this is now a custodial partnership with FNZ and a two-way partnership where FNZ is going to resell InvestNet's new wealth data platform, which they just launched. But the custodian part is more interesting for the US market. And this is not something that's been, that's a new thought. We've, we've all thought that InvestNet should be getting into custody or might be getting into custody for years. I found an article from Financial Planning Magazine back in September 2019, so over three years ago, uh, which was titled, Why InvestNet May Be Your Next Custodian. And so they're a little prescient there. Some good statistics here. Of course, the market uh, back then was a $6 trillion uh, market for custody. It was still dominated by the, the big three, Schwab Betrayed, Pershing, and Fidelity, with a host of uh, smaller uh, providers around. There was a report from uh, a research firm called GPM Securities, which did some research on whether InvestNet should get into the custody business. And this was uh, not commissioned by InvestNet, as far as I know, which said adding custody could boost their per advisor revenue by approximately 200%, which is quite uh, a large percentage to do. Uh, specifically, InvestNet could give away some or all of its technology and still end up with better net economics, which we think will be difficult to compete with. Not surprising, this is what every custodian does. Every custodian basically gives away their technology, whether it's Schwab, Fidelity, Pershing. Uh, most of their tech is, is free because custody is such a lucrative business, uh, mainly with the cash flow and other services that a custodian can offer. So not surprising they're doing this. So, but some interesting tidbits from this report from JPM Securities, I'm sorry, JMP Securities that InvestNet currently averages approximately 10 basis points of revenue on assets per advisor, depending how the platform is used. And the custodial revenue could potentially add another 20 basis points to its bottom line. This would be huge for InvestNet being a publicly traded company, 
where everyone's is hanging on their quarterly earning statements. So adding another 20 bips, you know, 100% more would be quite an increase. And of course, they're going to be battling with Schwab and uh, the, the, the combined Schwab and TD Ameritrade. Schwab's got 7,500 RIAs uh, leading the market, whereas uh, and, uh, TD Ameritrade had 6,000 RIAs, so they combined those, some overlap. Whereas Investnet, according to report, has approximately 8,000 RIAs with 1.5 trillion in assets, which they could now sell custody to. Now, another good article I found, uh, Investnet FNZ Partnership could alter the RIA custodial landscape from wealthmanagement.com and my friend Davis Janowski, a really good article, talking about the rumors um, and some of the lead up to this announcement. Uh, two years ago, FNZ bought a majority stake in State Street's custody business. Now they they um, renamed it. I was I was told it was a joint venture, so I may be wrong. Uh, rather than buying a stake, that well, that it could be a joint venture either way. Uh, to get a foothold in the U.S. wealth market, and the unit was later renamed FNZ Trust Services, with a minority ownership still held by State Street, according to Janowski's article. So this was a great play for invest, for FNZ to get into the U.S. market. Now, they've got an integrated wealth management platform that has a lot of clients in Europe and APAC, but they really don't have uh, any presence in the U.S. besides their Appway business, which they bought a couple of months ago. They do claim to have um, 8,000 clients in UK, Europe, Australia, and Canada, such as Barclays, Lloyds Bank, and Santander. And it also runs the technology beneath Vanguard's direct-to-consumer business in the UK. Interesting, I didn't know that. So reselling custody should definitely be more profitable for Investnet. If you look at some of their earnings reports, they, they make a lot more money on their TAMP offerings than they do on technology. I, I remember there was one earnings report where one of the big clients took their asset management and all their, all their recon and other work in-house rather than outsourcing it to investments TAMP, and it put a big hit on their earnings. They had to announce that because moving back to just technology as a uh, selling technology is not as lucrative as selling asset management services, outsourced um, portfolio management capabilities. So adding custody will be another um, cash flow, uh, uh, another cash flow business for InvestNet. Uh, let's see what else we have here. So the um, the the other side of this coin, whereas InvestNet is going to be reselling FNZ's custody and packaging it into their other technologies and other other products, is that FNZ is going to be reselling InvestNet's data and analytics platform, which is called the Wealth Data Platform. This is something InvestNet just announced, but we, we've heard rumors about it as well, in that um, these firms, these large wealth management uh, technology platforms are leveraging other parts of their business to launch different services. Kind of like how uh, Amazon launched AWS to just take advantage and monetize their own um, cloud-based infrastructure. InvestNet uh, is seeming to be doing the same, that they've already got this data and analytics infrastructure internally. Why not monetize it? They brought in... Um, Farouk Fertichi, who's now group vice president, group president of Investnet Data and Analytics, who has uh, decades of experience in the industry working for Fort with Fortune 100 companies such as USAA, Gartner, Toyota, and Accenture. So he's taken the lead on their new data and analytics business. And they've also partnered with Snowflake, the data cloud company. Uh, they've become the de facto standard in data warehousing, cloud-based data warehouses. And they've got their own financial services division, just focusing on that. This is contrasting with what Orion has done in a similar vein. A T3 
um, back in March, they announced their partnership with Amazon, speaking of Amazon, and their data platform called Redshift. So both these firms, both these leaders in this space, seeing data and analytics as not just something they need internally and not just a product they sell to clients, but becoming a separate platform that they would sell for other firms to be able to do their own data and analytics. I can see things like InvestNet selling their data models, saying, hey, we've already got a very detailed wealth management data model. Other firms could use it. You know, It monetizes that, that um, piece of their platform and other firms can build on top of it. I've, I've positioned this with a number of clients over the years that why not offer your platform up uh, as, as uh, capabilities to other firms, sort of like Google. Google Maps allows APIs to people to build on top of Google Maps other tools. Why not do the same thing with your wealth platform, allow other firms to build on top of it? You can't capture all the business yourself. You know, enabling other firms to utilize your capabilities, different bits and pieces of it can be another revenue stream for you. Uh, let's see. So we've got that. So with FNZ, they're going to be taking it and launching this outside the U.S. So there's not a lot of overlap between FNZ and InvestNet's businesses. That InvestNet is almost entirely U.S.-based, and FNZ is almost entirely non-U.S.-based. So with InvestNet reselling FNZ's custody in the U.S., and then FNZ reselling data and analytics to non-U.S. firms, and that could provide a lot of value because InvestNet would get to see what's going on. So investment would have access to dozens or hundreds of other companies that FNZ is selling these data and analytic services to run all their data through the platform and then provide things like next best actions to their clients. Some of the things I see investment getting into is, for example, with their Money Guide Pro unit that they own uh, that creates you know 2 million financial plans every year. Tremendous amount of data. You can mine that data and say, well, hey, uh, you know, broker-dealer, you've got this many, this many clients, this many accounts, but here's a percentage that don't have a financial plan, or this percentage hasn't updated their plan recently. So you have a lot of interesting information you could provide to firms based on you're drilling down across all of the data available at the company. Now you're going to have investors going to have access to that data internationally as well. Of course, it would have to be anonymized. They wouldn't really see like any PII or things like that, but since they're going to be running their platform, they'll get a lot of data back from it, which they can then use to tweak their current platform and, and make things uh, more valuable. So it's an interesting partnership between InvestNet and FNZ. If you want to find out more information about InvestNet, go to investnet.com. And likewise, you can go to fnz.com. And now we're on to our lightning round. This is a new uh, feature of our news where I'm just going to go through a bunch of stories really quick and give you my comments just off the top of my head. So the first uh, news story in the lightning round is new FP Alpha tax projection update. This is from the T3 Technology Hub, written by my good friend Joel Bruckenstein. FP Alpha, an advanced planning platform for advisors, announced today the next iteration of its tax projection tool, bolstering its functionality, adding state and federal analysis, along with a multi-year unlimited scenario offering. So FE Alpha is a, is a really cool application. They scan documents such as estate documents, tax returns, insurance policies, and then deliver advice on them. They've got a, a recommendation engine. And of course, with many documents, whether tax return or estate documents, there's some things that are just very commonly missed. Probably the 80-20 probably the rule. 80% of the advice provided to most, um, most people uh, when you review their tax returns or their estate documents or insurance policies is very similar. Instead of having to hire an estate attorney 
CPA or other experts or either outsource that, you just use software. Uh, use FP Alpha, and they've gathered insights from many sub, you know, dozens of subject matter experts, estate attorneys, CPAs, insurance specialists, and so on, which allows them to deliver this customized advice for advisors. And they can kind of scale their business without having to hire lots of other people or outsource to other people. It's much cheaper to do it this way. So they've added tax um, analysis called the tax projector, uh, very similar to a Holista Plans application, which does something similar uh, for clients. But this is a new update for FP Alpha and just in time for year-end planning. So they can use this and they added federal and state tax scenarios. Uh, so it's great an opportunity for advisors to deliver some added advice to their clients. And speaking of Holista Plan, also in the news, LPL adds Holista Plan to their affinity program. Well, that really should read Holista Plan is added to LPL's affinity program. So LPL has a vendor affinity program, which um, they basically vet vendors and put them onto their platform so that their advisors can use them or not. It's not forced to use them. They are able to use them uh, at different levels. And the affinity program has different levels uh, where vendors are more integrated or less integrated into ClientWorks, which is LPL's uh, platform. So uh, Listed Plan is now on their affinity program. And then they can do things like look at tax brackets, like the like we we're talking about the FP Alpha application. It scans in the client's tax returns, does things like giving advice, uh, Roth conversions, Medicare premium surcharges. Uh, it's very it's very complex software. They've got a bit of a head start on uh, what FP, FP Alpha is doing. Hostel Plan also brought in um, brings uh, sort of uh, crowdsources their advice, so they look for advisors uh, or other tax professionals in every state. So you've got 50 states worth of tax advice crowdsourced if hundreds you know, thousands and thousands of little pits of advice uh, that, that relate to each state, which an advisor gets a client, you know, if they live in New Jersey where I live and they get a client in California, they may not know the tax issues there, but using the Hillist Plan software, you've got a, a whole database full of California specific tax advice, which the software will, will provide you with if your client lives in California or maybe does business in California, has a house in California, whatever tax related issues. Holista Plan launched in 2019. They won the XY Planning Network's 2019 award for uh, the newest fintech competitors. And um, they're, uh, the Affinity Program, if you want to find out more about the Affinity Program, I interviewed John Regess, who is the head of their partnership program, uh, in episode 158 of the podcast. And if you want to even hear more about LPL, I interviewed their new chief product officer, Kabir Seti, uh, in episode 164. Next are, are up on the list here. We're trying to go through these pretty quickly here. Morningstar Wealth jumps into the direct indexing game. This is from an article in Investment News by Jeff Benjamin. So what is uh, Morningstar doing here? Uh, they are building on top of their SMA platform where they have about $12 billion in assets and adding direct indexing features. This is something they've been pitching or rather previewing for a while. They did a pilot program with 90 financial advisors. Uh, they think it's a big trend. Talking to Daniel Needham, president of Morningstar Wealth, they believe that this focus on tax management capabilities is also important. Ease of use, if they see direct indexing as being something that makes it a lot easier for advisors to deliver advice to clients and deliver customized solutions, especially with uh, the elimination of commissions and fractional shares. It's really exploded the direct indexing market. We're seeing a lot more, uh, of course, a lot more firms. There's a huge run in of firms buying up these smaller direct indexing providers. Uh, now Morningstar decided to build their own. And it's uh, probably going to go hand in hand with their 
TAMP offering, which we, we've uh, written about. We also had Daniel Needham on the podcast. I think that was episode 154. You can check out my interview there talking about their, their refreshed TAMP offering where they uh, brought in SmartX advisory as the underlying technology for their TAMP. Next up uh, in the lightning round, FMG integrates with Catchlight. So what is FMG? What is Catchlight? FMG is a digital marketing platform, one of the leading digital marketing platforms. Uh, they've probably got the, the highest market share, especially in the enterprise space. And you can check them out at uh, fmgsuite.com. And they've also bought a number of companies to grow their, their market share. Uh, they recently bought a company called Vestrally, which had been one of the very first digital marketing companies in the advisory space. And they've got some very interesting AI technology that FMG is going to be using to customize some of their content. But their integration with Catchlight, Catchlight is a startup, uh, an AI-driven lead generation platform, which was incubated in Fidelity Labs. And they do a very cool thing. They um, link into the CRM, pull out all the prospective clients, and they search publicly available databases and, and, and they have the ability to make an estimate of each prospect's financial complexity, which then translates into something called a catchlight score. And then they present that to the advisor as a next best action saying, here is your prospects, list of prospects, organized by the ones we think you should be talking to first. Super helpful for advisors, especially if you have hundreds of uh, prospects in your pipeline, knowing which ones you should focus on, which ones are, have a higher probability of conversion can save tremendous amounts of time and should increase the conversion rate of advisors, which is something that Catchlight says they have seen in their uh, work so far uh, uh, with the clients that they've worked with. Their analytics engine, uh, which has access to some 2.5 billion data points from different sources of publicly available data, enables them to deliver this uh, Catchlight score uh, for, for our advisors. What the integration is, when you'll see your list of prospects sorted ranked by your Catchlight score, you then can just click on a button and it'll open up an FMG window will pop up, pulling in uh, personalized content from FNG's content library that the advisor can then send out to that specific prospect, either social media posts, blogs, uh, you know, emails, and that will, they believe that will provide a much more personalized experience and increase conversion rates um, by providing that type of, of targeted advertising or targeted marketing two clients. And that's all we have for the, uh, the the lightning round. Also check out Catchlight at catchlight.ai. That's the website, catchlight.ai. Now it's time for that part of the news where we review changes in the Keatsis Ezra Advisor Tech Solutions Map. This map is produced uh, by Michael Keatsis and myself. And we go through it and review uh, all the new vendors that are coming on each month. There's usually a bunch. Uh, the industry is changing over time and the map is changing over time. You can find the latest copy of the map on kitsis.com. So what has changed? I'm going to go category by category and list the changes. Behavior assessments category. We added shaping wealth. You can check them out at shapingwealth.com and their outsourced chief behavioral officer experience. Next up is digital marketing. There was an update. Tiffin Wealth changed their name uh, to Tiffin Clout. Um, and then we added two new vendors. One's called Financial Funnel. 
Uh, you can check them out at financialfunnel.com. Get clients to a personal site with a financial health quiz built for you free in under 24 hours, according to the website. And then this next one was Denim Social. DenimSocial.com. Connect and convert on social. Successfully scale converse, conversion optimized campaigns across all social media channels. Very cool. And next, that's uh, digital marketing. Portfolio management. We added alt exchange. We're seeing an expansion of alternative investment in the alternative investment category. That might become its own uh, category on the map. Right now, it's it's uh, lumped into portfolio management. So alt exchange. You can check them out at altexchange.com. Lead generation. We added Ramsey's uh, Ramsey solution. Ramsey'solution.com. Invest in your future with a smart with a smart advisor pro. Check out the website. Do you really need a pro? Save you time. Teach you. Think picture big. Investing pro. Lead gen. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, custodial platforms. New player uh, in the space. Entrustedy. This is a new uh, all digital first custodial platform. I've spoken to uh, these guys a number of times. Entrustedy. Uh, very interesting to see a new custodial a custodian come onto the scene. Uh, I think I spoke to them first last year, and they're uh, they're growing pretty quick in the RIA segment. They've got a decent technology platform as well, which puts them in the custodial platform category. All right, uh, Planning Light, Projection Lab. Very cool. We saw this at the XYPN uh, conference. They did their uh, new tech um New tech contest where the new some new vendors came up, gave demos. Uh, they have a very interesting product uh, in the planning space. Lots of cool graphics on it, uh, workflow um, process through the whole uh, planning uh, phase, visualization, visualizing the entire client's uh, life, financial life. Uh, very interesting stuff. You should take them out, check them out at projectionlab.com. What else we have here? Specialized planning estate. We deleted something. RIA executor assistant is no more. Sad to say, have to get rid of them. They are gone. Specialized planning other, we added two. One is called careful, and that is savings, credit, identity, and family passwords guarded from threats, thieves, everyday money mistakes. So it's sort of a, um, you know, we have it under estate planning, but it includes, it's basically for families to put all of their information in one place like a vault, uh, your bill payments, your, your accounts and such. Um, which is, I think, very useful. A lot of families don't know. I was just talking to some friends uh, with their parents, and the kids don't really know what the parents have. I mean, they think they do, but they really haven't checked recently. And they were well, just with the conversation we started. They found out, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. We don't know where's your where's your passwords, where's your statements. How do we find out? You don't want to have to go through all this. Uh, when something terrible happens, you should get it all sorted out with a product like Careful. And finally, the last addition to the Keats Ezra Advisor Tech Solutions map is Sora Finance. Sora Finance, very interesting product. They won the XYPN Planning Advisor Tech contest this year and for new vendors in the space. And they help um, financial advisors offer lending products. Uh, they really, uh, what they do is they evaluate, help advisors evaluate their clients' current loans, whether they are uh, home loans for mortgages or auto loans or other types of loans, and then using their technology, go out on the market and check other lenders to try to find the same loan uh, for a lower rate. 
and they seem to have some good success. They claim they've saved a lot of money for uh, their clients. They're still uh, growing quickly, uh, still small, but you want to get it on the ground floor with these guys, you can check them out at SoraFinance.com. Uh, oh, the other, only other change in the map, if you're looking at it, I posted on Twitter, uh, highlighted all of the icons that were added and removed from the map. You can check it out on my Twitter feed at Craig Iskowitz. And one minor change, the cash management and healthcare Medicare categories were moved. So they're in a different location, just up above where they were before and then kind of smushed together there. So just so in case you're looking for them over on the far right of the map. That's all we got this month. We'll come back again with more updates on the Advisor Tech map next month. And finally, in the news we're talking about our Ezra Group Wealth Tech Integration Score update for the month. Uh, not a lot of changes going on this month uh, in front of the uh, scenes, but behind the scenes, we're making a lot of uh, updates, doing a lot of work. Of course, adding vendors, uh, rescoring them as they get added to the uh, Keith Cesar map, they're going to get their Advisor Tech Integration Score. And you can find the Advisor Tech Integration Score. Uh, rather the Ezra Group Wealth Tech Integration Score on EzraGroupLLC.com uh, on our main page or under what we do. You can see that score. You can look up any vendor you like. You can also see our scores at on the Keatsis Advisor Tech directory over Keatsis.com. We're making some changes behind the scenes to the depth scoring calculator. Uh, we want to give some firms a little bit more credit when they build out uh, very deep integrations with other vendors. You want to uh, encourage that. So we're, we're bumping up the scores a little bit when it comes to firms that have those deeper integrations. You won't see that until uh, next month. That's when that is coming out. Uh, but if you are a vendor uh, with application on the Keats Ezra map, please contact us uh, about filling out a survey about your integrations. Right now, all the data we're getting is the publicly available data. Uh, so if it's not on your website, we're not going to know about it. So please uh, contact us, EzraGroupLLC.com, uh, to fill out a survey, and it will definitely help your Ezra Group Wealth Tech integration score, I promise you. And that's it. You've listened to uh, the full news for December. Thanks for listening. And please go to our website, EzraGroupLLC.com, scroll to the bottom of the home page, and subscribe to our newsletter. Once a month, you'll receive an email chock full of wealth management, goodness, news, updates, alerts, all kinds of information. You will not be disappointed. Thanks for listening. Talk to you all again next time.